1: Marshall smart used to poke fun at himself, and he would say, I promised the Lord back when I surrendered to the call to preach that I would be original or nothing, and it wasn't long until I found out that I was both original and nothing. (laughs) This sermon was preached in 1985 at the Midwest Spigum Holiness Camp Meeting in Anderson, Indiana, and he titles it, Make a Joyful Noise Unto the Lord. I know you're going to enjoy this wonderful sermon.
0: That has been
2: I want us to read some scripture together this morning. I want us to turn to Psalm chapter 100. It's a psalm of praise and I feel like we ought to read this chapter together. Psalm 100. I want us to read it together. Lift up your voice now and help me read this psalm. Psalm 100. Everybody ready? Let's read. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Know ye that the Lord, he is God. It is he that hath made us, and not we ourselves. We are Enter into his gates with thanksgiving, and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him, and bless his name. For the Lord is good, his mercy is everlasting, and his truth endures to all generations. Thank you. You may be seated. All right. Thank the Lord for that good psalm. I like Psalm 100. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. That's what we've been doing this morning. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving, into his courts with praise. All be thankful unto him and bless his name. For the Lord is good, his mercy is everlasting, and his truth endureth to all generations. You know, it's a wonderful, wonderful thing to have the capacity for enjoyment. Now, the reason to say that is because many, many people have never developed this yet. They've never developed the capacity for enjoyment. I mean, I enjoy Jesus, don't you? I enjoy his presence this morning. I enjoy you folk. I enjoy this service. I've enjoyed this camp meeting. I enjoy the old-fashioned way. I just love to praise him. I love to exalt him. I love to lift him up. I love to give him preeminence. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord. Why? Because he is God. Then he said, make a joyful noise unto the Lord. Why? Because he made us. I did not come from a monkey. You might have come from a monkey, but I didn't. The Bible said that God formed man from the dust of the earth and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life and man became a living soul. God made man. I didn't come from a monkey. I might have had some kinfolk that swung by their neck but never by their tail. The Bible said God made man. Then the scripture said that the Lord made a woman. He put man to sleep, opened up his side took out a rib, which was the cheapest cut. But anyway, he took the rib out and he made a woman a man. Somebody said that Adam provided the spare part for the first loudspeaker that we ever had. (laughs) Well, you can tell a man something. It'll go in one ear and out the other. But you can tell a woman something, it'll go in both ears and out the mouth. Somebody said to me some time ago, your wife sure is outspoken. I said, by whom? (laughs) Now, I'm not against women. I thank the Lord for women. I happen to marry one one day. I praise the Lord for women. But the Lord made man. Then put him to sleep and said maybe to himself, I believe I can do better than that, Opened, opened up his side, took a rib out, and made a beautiful woman. And when Adam awakened out of his sleep and looked at that beautiful woman, of course, it was love at first sight. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord because he, he is God. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord because he made us. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord because we are his sheep. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord because his mercy is everlasting. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord because his truth endureth forever. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord. Now I realize as well as you folk that there are many churches in your area that are steeped in ritual and tradition. Many people I'm sure has come to your church and after the church service is over they said to someone on the way out my that service was certainly different. One lady said, and I quote, I came to your church and the pianist played too fast and the people sang too fast and you preached too fast and I couldn't get out fast enough. Of course, I I knew what that dear lady was used to. She was used to a preacher getting up with his collar turned around backwards and he had a robe on and they called him mother and he looked like a father. And he got up I mean, they called him Father, and he looked like a mother. And he got up, and he preached a little dead, dried-up sermon. Uh, there was no God, and no power, and no unction, and no zip, and no vim, and no vitality. You've been in those kind of churches where you tiptoe in and you tiptoe out, and everything is played in a minor key. Nobody gets stirred, nobody gets blessed, and nobody gets helped. Now, that's what some folk are used to. but I'm sure to many people, uh, this camp meeting, and I'm sure your church where you go to, I'm sure is different uh, uh, to a lot of people. They're not used to seeing the ladies uh, with the long dresses and the long sleeves uh, and the long hair and no makeup and no jewelry, just plain modest looking ladies. They're not used to hearing the people uh, say amen. They're not used to hearing the people shout. They're not used to hearing people uh, praise the Lord. And they're not used to this laughing and this clapping of the hands uh, and the holding up of the hands. It all seems so wall and woolly uh, to a lot of people, I'm sure, uh, that has gone to your church uh, and I'm sure to some people uh, that's already been on the grounds uh, during this camp meeting, uh, uh, it all seems so wall and woolly uh, why so many folk can laugh and clap their hands uh, and run the aisles uh, and praise the Lord. And I tell you, the reason uh, we're doing that this morning uh, is because we feel so different uh, because Jesus uh, has come into our heart uh, and into our life. And we're rejoicing and we're praising the Lord. But I believe there is one word that will spell the difference between the high church uptown and the old-fashioned holiness church that you go to. And that one word is joy. J-O-Y. I believe that's the great difference between the high church uptown and the old-fashioned holiness churches, And that word is joy. I was in a revival meeting some time ago and I preached, it the best that I could and gave an altar call and the fellow slipped out of his seat and came to the altar. He was a hippie and he fell upon his knees uh, and began to pray and the saints of God began to pray. I began to pray. I read some scripture to him uh, and talked to him a little bit uh, and began to pray again. It wasn't too long until that fella he really struck the rock and he turned the rock over and kept on digging uh, until he struck the fire. Uh, the Lord saved that hippie uh, real good uh, and he stood up and began to shout uh, and began to praise the Lord. He began walking back and forth uh, in front of the church. Uh, he began to clap his hands, uh, he began to shout, uh, and he began to praise God. And then all of a sudden, uh, he began to rub around uh, on his shirt like this. He began to rub like this. Oh, he said, uh, I feel so good right here. He walked up to me and said, Brother Smart, uh, he said, I feel so good right here. He said, Right here uh, is I. I feel so good right here. I said to myself, uh, uh, before that fella gets out of the church, uh, he's going to have a hole uh, uh, rubbed in his shirt. Uh, because he was rubbing uh, and he was praising the Lord uh, and he was rejoicing. Uh, and he said, uh, I feel so good right here. Let me tell you something, folks, uh, when you really pray through in the old fashioned way uh, and get saved uh, and get your name written down in uh, the Lamb's Book of Life, uh, you really do uh, feel good uh, right here. I uh, guess to know uh, that your sins are gone uh, and your name's written down in the Lamb's Book of Life uh, and the Spirit itself uh, bears witness with your Spirit, uh, of course, uh, it makes you feel uh, real good down here. I believe the Christian people uh, feel so much better uh, because of. Uh, they've been redeemed by the precious blood of Jesus Christ. You check your New Testament sometime, I check out the words joy or maybe the word delight or the word happiness or the word rejoicing and notice how many times Jesus praise and the apostle Paul mention these words. I was thinking this morning and thinking about the service today I got to thinking about the New Testament how it opens up in Matthew with good tidings of great joy how it ends up in the book of Revelation how with the saints of God rejoice Rejoicing and praising God around the throne, and all the way in between Matthew and Revelation, it seemed like that every part of the New Testament is built around the word "a rejoicing." I rejoice evermore. Again, I say unto you, I rejoice, and let everything that hath breath praise the Lord. I believe that's what the Lord wants us to do. And when we lose the shout and the glory of God off of our soul, and then we've lost something of this vital and the holiness. Movement. I believe the Lord wants us to rejoice and he wants us to praise God. I noticed in my study in the New Testament that Jesus had a favorite way of greeting his people on. You know what he would say often? He would say be of good cheer. He said be of good cheer. Be of good cheer. Be of good cheer. Of good cheer. He, 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 That was a favorite way of greeting his people on. He would say be of good cheer. I notice here in Matthew chapter 9 verse 2 he said be of good cheer. Why? Because thy sins uh, have been forgiven thee. That's why we're rejoicing today. That's why we're shouting today. That's why we're praising the Lord today. That's why we're clapping our hands today. Why? Uh, because uh, our sins are gone. That's why. What can wash away my sins? Uh, nothing but the blood of Jesus. Uh, what can make me whole again? Uh, nothing uh, but the blood of Jesus. Uh, I've got a right to shout. Uh, I've got a right to praise the Lord. Uh, and it's none of the devil's business. Uh, I'll shout and praise the Lord. Uh, I want to get ready. Uh, and whether I, I feel it, in my heart or not I'm going to rejoice and praise the Lord why because my sins are gone that's why he said be of good cheer because thy sins have been forgiven thee I was in a revival meeting some time ago and a lady after the service was over one night she came up to me and said brother Smarda, do you preach that way all the time I said yes I do well she said my pastor brother so and so he has fits once in a while but most of the time he settles down when I looked at that lady and I said lady I have fits all the time I have fits on Sunday morning I have fits on Sunday night I have fits on Wednesday night that's what she thought we were having when we were shouting and praising the Lord she thought we were having fits I said glory to God I said I have fits all the time I have fits Sunday morning Sunday night and Wednesday night oh let me tell you something friend we've got a right to have an old-fashioned a religious fit if we want to we've got a right to shout and praise the Lord and because our sins are good. On. Praise the Lord. you got a right to praise the Lord uh, because Jesus uh, has forgiven us uh, of our sins. That's why we're happy today. I had a Catholic man to come to hear me preach sometime, very seldom. Uh, I do ever have Catholic people uh, to come to hear me preach. But lo and behold, that fella came uh, and he came up to the front folk and he, he uh, sat down and, uh, and he got down on his knees first and prayed uh, and made his cross and got up and sat down in a seat uh, and went right on into the service. Uh, and we had a good service uh, and said like that he enjoyed it. After he got through preaching, he gave an altar call and lo and behold, that Catholic man got up out of his seat and came down the aisle and fell on his knees that altar, and he prayed a little prayer and made a cross and put his hands together and began to pray some more. I'll tell you, the saints of God got around that man and began to pray with him and lifted up his hand and kept on praying with him and finally he got warm and he got stirred up and he began to pray and it wasn't long until he up and said yes uh, to the whole will of God, uh, and about that time the Lord I uh, struck that old boy so, uh, and he got up uh, and began to shout and uh, begin to praise the Lord, uh, and he began to clap his hands, uh, and oh, he got so blessed, uh, he walked around and uh, made I'm an, uh, making his crosses. Uh, I got so blessed, I made a few myself uh, and shouted uh, and praised the Lord. Uh, and he walked up to me uh, and he shook my hand uh, and he kissed it uh, and said, "Thank you, Father." I said, "You're welcome, son." I uh, praise the Lord. And uh, let me tell you, friends, uh, I'm glad that we've got a Christ. Uh, the Savior to save reach down, and the monk and the virus sin, and can lift that old sinner up and save him, regardless of who he is, of where he's from, or how deep in sin that is gone, I'm glad that the Lord is still on the throne, and he can lift an individual up out of sin, and out of hell, and pull the devil out of him, and fill him up with the Holy Ghost, and give him something, thank God in his soul, that the world cannot give, and the world cannot take away. Hallelujah, oh, we've got a right to shout and praise the Lord, because we're on the winning side and the Lord said to us today be of good cheer because your sins are gone and that's why we're cheerful people and that's why we're happy people and that's why we're rejoicing today because our sins are gone that's why I believe that's the happiest person that ever lived and that person is the individual that's prayed through and has been born again the happiest person that ever lived you know some people are just happy some of the time they're happy if they got money in the bank, uh, but they're not happier uh, if they don't have money in the bank. I know some folk are happier uh, if the sun's a shining, uh, but they're not happier uh, if the clouds are hanging low. Uh, I know some folk are happier uh, if they got a deep freezer uh, and it's full of meat, uh, but they're not happier uh, if they don't have a deep freezer uh, that's full of meat. Uh, I know some folk are happier uh, if they got a lot of friends, uh, but they're not happier uh, if they don't have many friends. Uh, and so these people uh, are just happier uh, some of the time. But I want you to know the saved and sanctified five folk uh, they're happy all the time uh, they're happier. Uh, bless God uh, whether they've got a car to drive uh, or a bicycle to ride uh, they're happier, uh, whether they've got a deep freezer uh, or not and uh, they're happier, uh, whether they've got money in the bank or not and uh, they're happier, uh, whether they've got many friends or not uh, simply because uh, of the outward circumstances uh, has nothing to do uh, with what the Lord Jesus Christ uh, has done uh, for your heart and life uh, I'm happy today why uh, uh, because my sins uh, are gone that's why I'm uh, happy this person have ever lived, because my sins are gone. Oh, amazing grace. How sweet the sound. of the been saved. A wretch like me. I once was lost. I've been down found. I was blind. But now I see. I've got a right to rejoice and praise God because I've been born again. And if you've been born again, you've got a right to shake a an leg. And you've got a right to wave your hand. And you've got a right to praise the Lord. And you've got a right to clap <clears throat> your hands. Because Cause you've been born again. That's why your sins are gone. A fella came up to me some time ago and said, Brother Smart, to me this old life is a rat race. I said it used to be a rat race to me, but I said now it's a heavenly race. I said before I got saved, it was a real rat race. But today since I've been born again, I've laid aside every weight and these sin that does so easily beset me. And I'm running with patience at the race that is set before me. I'm looking unto Jesus. I've been often the finisher of my faith Uh, faith. Uh, it used to be a rat race uh, but today praise the Lord uh, it's a heavenly race somebody else came up to me and said it's just hell on earth to me. I said it used to be hell on earth to me too before I got saved, buddy. But I said when Jesus came in and changed my life and made me a new creature in Christ Jesus, I said brother, it's no longer hell on earth but it's heaven on earth. I said the Lord took hell out and put in heaven and he took the darkness out and he put in the light and he took the sin out and put in righteousness and he pulled the devil out and he filled me up with the blessing." of I've got a right to shout Praise the Lord I've got a right to praise the Lord Hallelujah Uh, He said you be of good cheer Amen Uh, Your sins are gone Your sins have been forgiven Uh, You've got a right to shout and praise the Lord Hallelujah Be of good cheer Be of good cheer Maybe some of you kind of, some of you folks, uh, feel a little badly today. Uh, I want you to know that uh, He's still on the throne. Uh, he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Uh, and He says uh, uh, to us, the uh, last Sunday of this camp, uh, uh, to be of good cheer. Uh, and when you go back to your home church, uh, uh, maybe the clouds are hanging low. Uh, you remember uh, what Jesus said uh, uh, to be of good cheer. Hey, down there, and the little pilgrim holding his church uh, to be of good cheer. Why? Uh, because your sins are gone. That's why. Go oh, ahead and rejoice. Go oh, ahead and praise the Lord. Uh, called your sins uh, have been blotted out uh, by the precious blood of Jesus Christ. Be of good cheer thy sins uh, have been forgiven thee. Then in Mark chapter 6 verse 50 uh, he said be of good cheer. There it is again. He said be of good cheer it is I. Be not afraid. You remember what Jesus said to the disciples there in the New Testament? He said, Lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. In other words, the good Lord is saying to us uh, this morning uh, to be of good cheer uh, because we're not alone. Hallelujah. And the Bible goes on and said, If God be for us, uh, who can be against us? He said, You be of good cheer. uh, You're not by yourself. He said, I'll be with you always, even uh, unto the end of the world. I thought about that Chinese uh, A man that was converted uh, Gloriously converted And he was reading the Bible one day And he came down here to the great commission uh, Where he said uh, Go ye into all the world uh, And preach the gospel uh, Baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son uh, And the Holy Ghost uh, uh, Teaching them to observe all things uh, Whatsoever I've commanded you And lo And his name happened to be Lo And he said Lo I am with you always Even unto the end of the world Well he stopped and got blessed And said Well praise the Lord uh, My name is in the Bible And the Lord said to him "Law, I'm with you always Even unto the end of the world now, Your name may not be in the Bible, Bible But the Lord can be with you too As you leave these campgrounds And go back to your home church And go back my friend To the ground of the day I Remember the Lord is with you always Even unto the end of the world And don't you be weary in well doing For in due season ye shall reap If you faint not Just be of good cheer Because the Lord, I uh, said, I am with you uh, and I will be with you uh, even uh, unto the end of the world. One day a little girl came running home from Sunday school and ran in the house and said, oh mama, 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 did you know my name's in the Bible? My name's in the Bible. And the mother said, now calm down honey, your name is not in the Bible. Your name is Edith and Edith is not in the Bible. But she said, yes mama, according to the preacher, my name is in the Bible. He said, my name's in the Bible, mama. And so the mother said, "All right, now honey just what did the preacher say? Well the little girl said, the preacher said the Lord received the sinners uh, and eateth with them. Her name was in the Bible, uh, and the Lord was with Edith, uh, and the Lord will be with you too. Uh, praise the Lord! Uh, it's a wonderful thing to know uh, that the Lord I uh, will be with us to the day, uh, and the Lord will be with us uh, in the tomorrows. Uh, I'm glad that the Lord is with me uh, today up here on the platform. Uh, I wouldn't try to preach uh, without the presence uh, of the blessed Holy Ghost. Uh, I'm so glad uh, for the words uh, to be of good cheer, uh, and lo, I am with you hallway eh, even uh, unto the end of the world. And don't you be afraid. Don't Don't you be afraid. You're not alone. Uh, The Lord said, uh, I will be with you living in a day and age when and people are afraid. I never saw so many people that uh, the so for today uh, and the holiness movement. I had a fellow come up to me some time ago uh, and he said, Brother Smart, uh, aren't you afraid? I said, afraid of what? Brother Smart, aren't you afraid uh, of financial reverses? I said, no, I'm not. I've been in some dark places. Uh, I've been in some rough places uh, and God knows all about it. But I have said, God's man and uh, God's place are uh, doing God's work uh, for God's glory. Uh, I will never lack God's support. I believe God. Uh, I will take care of his own and the Lord's able to supply your need financially. He's able to find you a job and the Lord's able to send in the finances and the Lord is able to make, help you to meet the bills. I believe that with all of my heart. Amen. If you're a true saint of God the Lord I will supply your need and the Lord I will send in the finances. Don't you worry and don't you fret about financial reverses. Go ahead and rejoice. Go ahead and be of good cheer. Go ahead and shout. Go ahead and clap your hands go ahead and praise the Lord in spite of the financial reverses he said to be of good cheer don't you be afraid the Lord said I am with you and I get around some folk you know they're always sick somebody said brother Smarter, aren't you worried about failing health I said no I'm not somebody came up to me some time ago and said brother Smarter, you know what's going to happen to you you're going to have a heart attack and you're going to die someday as you preach behind the pulpit I said you can't scare me about going to heaven Amen. I'm not worried about that. If that's the way I'm supposed to go, uh, that's the way I will go. I'm not against exercising. Uh, I'm not against trying to take care of yourself. Uh, I'm not taking, I'm against taking a few vitamins. Uh, I take a few myself. But I'll tell you, friends, uh, I'm not going to worry uh, about the physical so much. I know some folk, uh, all they do is feel it around for a feeling, uh, and pretty soon they feel something, uh, and they get down in the dumps, and it seems like uh, the devil defeats them uh, along this line. Uh, they don't feel good. Well, feeling or no feeling, uh, let's go ahead and rejoice. And to be of good cheer and don't you be afraid. I know all about your physical condition uh, and the Lord's able uh, to take us through. Praise the Lord. I passed her there in Indianapolis, Indiana for 14 years plus and there was a lady that called me up every day Brother Sutherland and that was the sickest woman that I ever talked to on the, on the telephone every day she she'd call me up and there was something wrong with her, one morning she called me up and she said Brother Smyrna I've got a bad heart I'm going to have a heart attack, I just feel like I'm just coming on and I would pray with her on the telephone and she called me up the next day and she said Brother Smyrna and my old gallbladder is acting up, I believe I have gallbladder trouble I prayed with her on the phone and the next day she called me up and she would say brother Smarter, I'm having trouble with my kidneys I believe I've got kidney stones and I prayed with her on the telephone about those kidney stones and she called me up the next day and she said brother smart I'm, I think I've got a brain tumor I felt like said. Like saying sister I doubt if you've even got a brain but she said I've got a brain tumor and I prayed with her about the brain tumor and that was the sickest woman I ever heard a Talk on the telephone, uh, she never praised the Lord, uh, she never rejoiced, uh, she never shouted uh, and thank God uh, for the good things of life. Uh, all she was thinking about uh, was all physical, and uh, she'd feel around uh, for her feelings, uh, and she would eventually uh, feel something. Uh, what the Lord wants us to do today uh, is to rejoice uh, in spite of the physical. Uh, thank God, uh, if you've got strength uh, to shout and to praise the Lord, uh, go ahead and rejoice, uh, go ahead and shout the victory, uh, praise the Lord, uh, in spite of the physical ailments uh, ailments. The Lord said, uh, I will be with you uh, even unto the end of the world. Praise the Lord. There was a lady in Texas, uh, and she had terminal cancer. She went to the doctor and the doctor diagnosed it as cancer. And they kept working with the woman and finally they said it's terminal. There's nothing we can do for you, my precious woman. It's just a matter of time. She said, but doctor, there's no way that I can die. She said, my husband left me a few years ago. I was a bunch of little kids and I'm a Christian and I wanna do the best that I can to rear my children in the fear of the Lord. Well, the doctor said, I'm sorry. It's just a matter of time, just a matter of time. Well, she said, I can't die. And so she went home and got up the next morning said, Good morning, Jesus. It's, it's a beautiful day, but not a good day to die. I've got work to do. I've got children to pray with. I've got to read the Bible to them. I've got a lot of work to do. And so she made it through the day. And the next day she got up and said, Good morning, Jesus. It's a beautiful day, but not a good day to die. And she said, I've got a Sunday school lesson. I've got to I've got to read and study. I've got a Sunday school class. I want to teach Sunday morning. So she got up the next next morning. Good morning, Jesus. It's a beautiful day, but not a good day to die. She said, I want to go to Wednesday night prayer meeting tonight. I want to testify. Oh, dear Lord, I've got children. I want to rear for your glory. Friends, she kept saying that every day. Good morning, Jesus. It's a beautiful day, but not a good day to die. That was 18 years ago. I'm glad to report unto you that that woman is still rejoicing and she's still praising God. Somebody said, Brother Smarter, why didn't she die? She and the Lord couldn't find a good day to die on and so she just rejoicing uh, and praising the Lord that's what the Lord uh, wants us to do God wants us uh, to rejoice and to praise the Lord ask God uh, in spite of the physical go uh, ahead and be of good cheer why uh, because your sins are gone that's why be of good cheer why uh, the Lord said I'm with you that's why and don't worry and don't fret so much about the physical go ahead and rejoice Amen. I just kind of feel like we'd feel better uh, if we rejoice a little more. I believe we feel better physically uh, if we rejoice and praise the Lord uh, a little bit. I feel like that you'd feel better up here uh, if you rejoice and praise the Lord uh, a little bit. You'd feel better spiritually uh, if you rejoice uh, and praise the Lord a little bit. Right. Amen. Somebody said, Brother Smyrna, aren't you worried about this gasoline situation? You know, gasoline it's going to go up and probably eventually it'll become $2 a gallon. What in the world are you and your wife going to do? I said, well, if gasoline goes up to $2 a gallon and we can't buy gasoline I had to crisscross this country preaching the gospel, I said, we've got it all planned out. I said, wife and I, we're going to get us a bicycle built for two. And we're going to ride all over this country and carry the glorious gospel everywhere. There we go. We'll just ride a bicycle, won't we, sweetheart? Amen, amen, amen. Ah, uh, friend, uh, as long as the deer trucks are going up and down the highway, uh, if the devil gives them gasoline uh, to carry that deer and that whiskey uh, and that wine out uh, to the grocery stores uh, and the drug stores, uh, I believe the good Lord uh, can put gasoline uh, in my tank uh, to take the glorious gospel uh, to a lost uh, and a dying world. That's God for Hallelujah. I'm a uh, servant, a great big wonderful God at the table I had to put gasoline in the tank of my little old Japanese automobile that was made out of beer cans. I believe the Lord is able to put gas in that car of mine. I'm not going to worry about the gasoline situation. Just let her rip. Let her go up to $2 a gallon. I believe God, I will see to it. They will have gas to put in our car. I Say the evangelistic work. praise the Lord. Somebody said, Brother Smyrna, aren't you worried about this? Aren't you worried? Let me say this. Let me say this. God knows the need. I'm so glad that the Lord knows the need. I've got a little automobile out there. I don't know how many times the devil said it's going to stop on you in the middle of the highway. I said, Mr. Smutty Face, going back to hell where you belong, I've got a little automobile out there. I I believe it's a good old sanctified car. I tell you, it's never failed me one time. I've got 165,000 miles on that Japanese automobile. It's the original battery. Haven't had anything major to go wrong with that automobile. It's never failed to start. I've had one flat tire, and that's when I pulled up in the driveway, and it went shh. But the rest of the time, it's been going right along. It runs like a singer sewing machine. Now, you watch it. When I go out there to try to go back to Jim Sutherland's house, it won't start. You watch that now. I want you to know, friends, uh, uh, the Lord knows the need. uh, He knows all about the situation. uh, Praise God. uh, He's able to take care of that old automobile. You know, the reason I believe that car is still running uh, is because all of my ties are paid up. Praise the Lord. And I've been trying to mind the Lord uh, and walk in the light. I believe that's why your old washer is still going up is because your ties are paid up. him. that's why that old dryer uh, that came out of Noah's Ark uh, is still percolating uh, because your old tithe uh, is still, so still paid up. Uh, I believe that. Uh, I believe sometimes the old devil uh, would like to put his finger uh, in the gearbox of your car or maybe in the gearbox of that wash machine uh, or that dryer but the Lord said you keep your dirty filthy hand uh, out of those gears and uh, that hand of uh, that woman uh, is a saved and sanctified woman uh, and the tithe is all paid up. Uh, I'm going to touch that old car uh, and touch that old wash machine uh, and that old conditioner. or or maybe that old dryer and just keep it going and going and going and going and going and going. Praise the Lord. And so glad that the Lord and knows the need. Praise the Lord. And the Lord said don't worry and don't fret and don't be afraid but be of good cheer. Praise the Lord. The Lord said I'm with you. I know all about the situation. Uh, There was a God in heaven before a Buick ever ran and before a Chevrolet was ever made and before a Ford was ever pushed. Somebody said to me, you know, we have a good time across the country uh, uh, talking to preachers and laymen, you know, about Fords and Chevy. Uh, they get me on my Chevy. Uh, I try to think up something good uh, about the Fords. This one fellow said to me, I'd rather be standing uh, out on the highway uh, holding a, a Ford hubcap uh, as to own a Chevy. Uh. I said, if you own a Ford, that's where you will be standing. <laughs> But anyway, the Lord said to be of good cheer. Be of good cheer because your sins are gone. And he said, be of good cheer. And don't you worry and don't you fret. And don't you be afraid. I'm able to send him the finances. I'm able to give you gasoline for your automobile. Amen. And I'm able to touch the old body. I'll keep you well. And if you get sick, I'll make sure that you can keep the victory in spite of your sickness and your illness. He said, be of good cheer. You're not alone. Don't be afraid. He said, I'm with you. Oh, brother Smart, what are we going to do about this awful famine? Brother Smart, I'm so worried about this awful famine. Brother Smart, do you think we're going to go through the famine? I don't know. We may. I don't know. But somebody said, Brother Smart, what in the world are you going to do when this famine comes? If you're alive, what are you going to do? I said, I'm going to eat. What you going to do? Brother, if I'm alive during the famine, uh, I'm gonna look up and say, Lord, did you write Matthew 6.33? And the Lord will say back to me, Yes, I did. Matthew 6.33, it said, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, uh, and all of these things uh, I will be added unto you. And dear Lord, you know, years ago uh, I put you first uh, and I'm putting you first today. Uh, I sought you first, uh, I've given you my life, uh, and my talents, and my plans uh, and my possessions. Uh, it all belongs to you. Uh, seek ye first uh, uh, the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Uh, and all of these other things I will be added unto you. If I'm alive during the famine, I'm going to say, Lord, did you write Philippians 4:19, where the apostle Paul said, my God shall supply all of your needs according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Lord, did you write that? I sure did. When I'm in the famine now, Lord. I want you to supply the need here. I'd like to have a biscuit, if you don't mind. I'd like to have a good old glass of that cool water. Lord, I need a little money. I need some clothes to wear. I believe that God is able to meet the need. I believe God is able to supply the need for oh my God to you supply your every need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. I'm alive during the famine. I'll look up and say, Lord, did you write Psalms 37 19 uh, where you said, In the days of famine, uh, you'll be satisfied? Here, Lord, I'm in this famine now. I want you to satisfy me. How many believe that the Lord will, is able to do it? Say, Amen. Amen. I believe God's able to do it. You know what he says in his word? He said, To be of good cheer. Be of good cheer. Be of good cheer. Why? Your sins are gone, man. Go ahead and rejoice. Uh, your sins are gone, lady. Uh, go ahead and shake a leg. Uh, go ahead and praise the Lord. Uh, go ahead and Wave your hands. Uh, uh, go ahead and shout. Uh, uh, your sins are gone. Then uh, he said, Be of good cheer. Why? Well, I'm with you. That's why. I'm with you in the daytime. Uh, I'm with you at the nighttime. Uh, I'm with you during the difficulties uh, and the perplexities uh, and the battles and the trials uh, and the temptations. Uh, and they do come. Uh, and the Lord said, uh, I'll be with you. Praise the Lord. Isn't that wonderful to know? Hallelujah. Just to know that the Lord will be with us even unto the end of the world. Somebody said, what about communism? Did you know, ah, boy, I think we ought to preach against godless communism. We ought to warn people about communism. But I refuse to allow the devil to get me down the dumps because of communism. Amen. Hey, man. Somebody said, Brother Smart, what you are going to do if you're alive and communism takes over? I said, somebody give me a Tommy gun. I want to see how many of those red commies I can mow down. That's what I like to do. I'm for the stars and the stripes. I thank God uh, for the American flag. I thank God for the Christian flag. But I want you to know uh, I'm willing to die for the cause. Uh, I'm willing to die for the stars and the stripes. uh, And I'm willing to die uh, uh, for the Christian flag. uh, And some of you yellow-bellied cowards, uh, I better thank God there's a few uh, old-fashioned red-blooded Americans uh, that's willing uh, to die and willing uh, to stand up and fight uh, for what uh, what they believe is right. And God, uh, you better thank God uh, for a few folk uh, I'm uh, not afraid. Listen, I'm not worried about communism. I'm going to go ahead and rejoice and praise God in spite of communism. I had a fellow to come way out west where I was a- preaching. Uh, I think maybe in Red Cloud, Nebraska. He came up to me and tried to sell me a piece of ground. I said, what do I want that ground for? He said, uh, well, you better get ready. Uh, you better uh, get ready. You know, communism's going to take over soon uh, in a few years. Uh, and uh, uh, you want to have a shelter down there where you can crawl in. One lady said she had a shelter uh, fixed up under the ground and she has lots of water to drink, fresh water to drink, have lots of good books to read, has food to eat and has a transistor radio uh, that she'll probably tune in, you know, communism does come over and fight America and she'll know how it's going up there, you know. And she's got games to play. She said she had a ping pong table down in that that shelter house. I said I'd rather have a bomb to come down and hit me on the bald head and blow my liver one way uh, and my gizzard the other way uh, and going to heaven uh, to be with the Lord uh, as to crawl in uh, one of these holes in the ground uh, amen uh, and play ping pong uh, for a few months now listen folk uh, maybe that's what Khrushchev uh, had in his mind uh, when he said we'll bury you capitalists Uh, there'll be so many folk uh, crawling in a hole in the ground uh, if they do come over uh, all they have to do is kick the dirt in on us that's just about it oh that's what the devil wants us to do is to crawl in a hole in the ground but I, I refuse to crawl in a hole in the ground. I'll tell you, the devil wants to defeat us. Uh, the devil wants to hinder us. But the Bible said uh, uh, to rejoice and to praise God and shout the victory and go ahead and be of good cheer. Why? Well, uh, because the Lord said, I'm with you and don't you worry about communism. Why, some folk, that's all they talk about is communism, communism. Preachers, communism, communism. There's a communist behind every pulpit. There's a communist behind every door. There's a communist in every home. There's a communist everywhere. Communism, communism, communism. I'm going to go ahead and rejoice. I'm going to go ahead and praise God if there's communists all over the place. I'm going to be of good cheer. Why? My sins are gone. That's why I'm a Christian. Hallelujah. I'm going to rejoice and praise the Lord. Why? Because the Lord is with me. That's why. I'm going to rejoice. I'm going to praise God in spite of the famine, in spite of communism. In spite of physical ailment, I'm going to rejoice in spite of the gasoline situation. In spite of financial reversal, I'm going to rejoice. Go ahead, rejoice. It could be worse. mad and I'm tickled peeing. Do you have good cheer? Yes, I never heard such preaching. Where you been going to church, sweetie pie? Preachers used to preach this way everywhere until they got too nice for the britches. I used to preach this way everywhere. One time years ago, when you see a preacher walk down the street, you would say, there goes a preacher. Immediately you knew that that fella stood for something, but it's different today. You see a preacher walk down the road or the street today, you say, there goes a preacher. He may be homosexual. (laughs) Don't say, I don't like that, lump it. (laughs) Hey, you couldn't do any better. Praise the Lord. Somebody said, I don't like the way you preach. Not the way I preach you don't like, it's what you preach, maybe what I preach, maybe you don't like. I believe you like me. I like you. You're a little dumb, but I love you. I kid those whom I love. You can't kid some folk. Statement I made just then didn't go over right with some folk. Look like they got gas on their stomach. You haven't heard anything yet. Be of good cheer. Praise the Lord. Be of good cheer. Be of good cheer. Don't be afraid. He said, I'm with you. And then here's another one here. Be of good cheer. There it is again. In John 16, 33, be of good cheer. I've overcome the world. Oh, thank God. Be of good cheer. He said, I can give you victory. I can give you victory over the world. I'll give you victory over the flesh. I'll give you victory uh, over uh, uh, the flesh, the world, and the devil. Be of good cheer. Be of good cheer. Well, folk, I don't have any trouble with this world. I'm walking on the earth, but I'm living above the clouds. That's why I like that old song, This world is not my home. I'm just a passing through. My treasures are laid up somewhere beyond the blue. The angels beckon me from heaven's open door. I can't feel a home and this world anymore. God forever. I tell you, when I got saved, I joined a new rank and Jesus is the captain. I'm marching under a different flag. I tuned into a different frequency. The Lord has given me a different song to sing and he's given me different clothes to wear. I'm in a a different uniform. I rejoice and to be of good cheer. I rejoice and to be of good cheer because I've overcome the world and I'll help you to overcome the world. I'm not having any trouble with television. I never turned one on in my life. Turned a few off to pray. Do you notice how I quieted God when I said that? I've, I have, we've stayed, listen, traveling around evangelistic work, we've stayed in a lot of motels. I've never turned that first television on. Maybe I ought to pull over there and park a little bit. You know, the good book said, it is good neither to eat flesh nor to drink wine nor anything whereby that brother stumbleth or is offended or is made weak. You didn't know that was in there, did you? TV has caused a lot of folk to stumble, caused a lot of folk to become offended, caused a lot of folk to get weak. Amen. I don't have any trouble with television. Not a bit. Why the Lord saved me, gave me a vision, said go tell it. I've been trying to do that now for thirty-six blessed years. I don't have any trouble with pool rooms, I used to work in pool rooms. I don't have any trouble with dance halls, I used to play music in dance halls. My mother used to, she'd rather dance as to live almost. When those Nicholas County, Kentucky girls, had on that dance floor, those two girls, the rest of the folk would stop dancing and back up and go, they'll give those Nicholas County girls a plenty of room to dance. I was reared up in the dance hall. I'd get out and dance in those taverns. I'd put my little old mandolin down and David playing the fiddle and dad playing the guitar and fellow would be blowing the jug and the fellow slapping a bass. I'd get up, I'd dance and they'd pitch the halves and the quarters and the nickels and the dimes. I'd rake it up. I thought that's the way I was supposed to make a living. But you know when Jesus came into my heart and life, he took that dance away. Did you know that? Yes, God, he gave me a different kind of a dance. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord! I don't have a 12th dance floor anymore. One lady came up to me after I got up to a preaching, she said, there's nothing wrong with the dance. She said, I think Christians can dance. I said, you can't make me believe that a dancing foot and a praying knee grows on the same leg. I don't have any trouble with those dance halls anymore. I don't have any trouble with those pool rooms anymore. And those bowling alleys, I used to work in those crazy bowling alleys. I used to set up those pins. Now they got the computerized pin setters, you know. I used to set them on the spot, you know. And during those big tournaments, those fellas, you know, they wanted you to set those pins up real fast and set them upright. Well, I was a pretty good pin setter. I'd get down in that old pit, I'd set those pins up. The old boy would come down, I'd raise my feet up, against the wall, I'd get a roller back and set those pins up. Sometimes they'd get mad at me because they didn't set them up fast enough, and they roll that big heavy ball down on me. You know how heavy a bowling ball is? Why, it's like lead. I'd be there sweating worse than I am now. I'd set those old pins up, and that fella he'd get mad at me and throw that ball down that alley on me. I said goodnight, and I'd jump that raise up, you know. That ball hit, I'd reach down and get that ball. Turn around, spit in the holes. <laughs> Roll her back. He put his finger in those holes. He get spit on, he cussed me. I cussed him and dared him to come down the aisle. I'd take those bits, <laughs> bowling ball pins and make a necktie wrap his neck out of What a rat race. I don't have any trouble with that stuff anymore. The Lord's delivered me. I've been delivered, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. A lot of folks got that far away look. I'm so glad that the Lord I can give a person victory over the things of the world. And the flesh and the devil, praise the Lord. Amen. Charles Spurgeon was walking down the road one day and a fellow said to him, good morning, Mr. Spurgeon. How are you and the world getting along? He said, I and the world, we're not getting along at all. I'm going to heaven, the world's going to hell. And every day I live, the world and I, we're getting farther and farther apart. That's the way it works. Somebody said to me, "Brother, smart give the world if I had what you had." I said, "You hit the nail right on the head. That's what you're gonna have to give." Hate yeah. this whole world, but give me Jesus. Hate this whole world, but give me Jesus. Hate this whole world, but give me Jesus. I won't turn back. Every bridge is burned behind me. Every bridge is burned behind me. Every bridge is burned behind me. I won't turn back. I won't turn back. Glory, glory, glory. Can I like that? I just love to hear me preach. You know, I'm glad I do because I get into some places you wouldn't believe. I love to hear me preach. I love to hear me testify. I love to hear me sing. I love to hear me play the guitar. I love to hear me shout. I, the reason I do is because I do of it, I do all of it for God's glory. I don't do it for any other reason. I do it for God's glory. He said, be of good cheer. Well, of course, happiest people on earth are Christians. And if you're saved, he said, be of good cheer. Your sins are gone. And be of good cheer, I'm with you. And be of good cheer. I've overcome the world. I'll give you victory over the world. I, I'm in the world, but not of the world. I'm so glad I enjoy my own preaching because some folks, they don't know good preaching when they hear it. don't your know's right here, said in John 16, 23, Jesus said, Your joy no man taketh from you. And I notice that Paul throughout his writings, he said, Rejoice in the Lord always. And again I say unto you, Rejoice. Praise the Lord. Again I say unto you, Rejoice. He rejoiced in the dungeon when he was whipped he rejoiced when he was shipwrecked he rejoiced when he was beaten he rejoiced no man could take his joy he rejoiced all the time you know what your little town needs your little town needs a bunch of old fashioned leather lung rock ribbed christian that will rejoice and praise the Lord all the time when the battles come in like a flood rejoice and when things go wrong rejoice and when the clouds are hanging low rejoice give us a generation of grandmas and grandpas and husbands and wives and mamas and dadsies, daddies, daddies, uh, and boys and girls uh, that will rejoice all the time. Just rejoice all the time. Just praise the Lord all the time. You say, "Brothers, brother, I don't believe you can rejoice all the time. Oh, fully, you can rejoice all the time. And you're tired of these people, you know, they won't rejoice if you look cross-eyed at them. I'd rejoice because my eyes were straight. Let them look cross-eyed at you. Go ahead and rejoice. Some folk won't rejoice if you don't shake hands with with them. Give them a cold shoulder, talk about them. I've had some some say, Brother Smart, see that little bunch back there in the corner? They're talking about me. I said, what makes you think so? You've been living right, haven't you? I said, maybe they aren't talking about you. Maybe they're talking good about you. Did you know you can be saved and sanctified so good you can get around that bunch that's talking about you without mentioning your name and you can rejoice and praise God Anyway, not even knowing that they're talking about you. Go ahead and rejoice. Rejoice. I know some of you going through dark places, but go ahead and rejoice. Somebody came up to me and said, Brother Smart, do you know what I heard about you some time ago? I said, you just heard half of it. If you'd heard all of it, it'd been worse what you heard. I used to try to, I used to try to run this down, run that down, run these other things down. I don't do that anymore. I about run myself out. Just as sure as you get in a spitting contest with a skunk, they'll outspit you every time. Best thing to do is go ahead and rejoice. Amen. Go ahead and rejoice. Go ahead and praise the Lord. Let them say what they say. Rejoice and be exceedingly glad for great is your reward in heaven for so persecuted they, the prophets, were which were before you. And some of you folk could shout louder, run faster, and do more for Jesus if you'd mind God alone this line. When you get back to your home church, go ahead and rejoice when you're persecuted. Go ahead and rejoice. Amen. Paul did. He rejoiced all the time. No man can take his joy away from him. David said, we ought to sow light and gladness all the time. We're representatives of the Lord Jesus Christ down here on earth to do that, to sow light and gladness everywhere. You know, here in this city of Indianapolis, I was in litigation for four long years. It came out in the newspaper. The Brother Smart was practically a thief when we was negotiating for our property. Four long years. I'll not tell you too much about it. I know what it is to go there for the fire. I know what it is to be sued. I know what it is to have policemen standing in the front of the church door with guns ready to be drawn to hinder individuals from going into the church. But did you know through all those times the Lord helped me to rejoice and praise God? (laughs) Man, they had me, listen, they said everything you could think of about me. Come out in the newspaper. Certain individual, a big wheel in the denomination said we should have screened him a little closer. We've heard he's done this in other places. Brother, after I heard all of this and read all of this, I didn't know I was so bad. (laughs) I went to church to hear a certain preacher preach. Walked into the foyer. It was a big old church, you know, big church. Walked into the foyer. There stood the welcoming committee. Shaking hands with folk coming in. I shook hands with one. How you doing? Shook hands with that one. How you doing? Hello here. Good evening. Praise the Lord. And after I shook hands with the last one, Brother Lee, I heard him say, that's him, that's him, that's him. I just kept walking. I said, they can huff and puff all they want to, but they're not gonna blow my house down. (laughs) They can just huff and puff all they want to, but they're not gonna take my joy away from me. They didn't give me the joy. They're not going to take it away from me. And if you've got the joy, if you're saved and sanctified, go ahead and rejoice. Go ahead and praise the Lord regardless of what anybody says. Be of good cheer. Nobody can take your joy away from you. When you go home after this camp meeting comes to a close, you go ahead and rejoice. Be of good cheer. Your sins are gone. And God's with you. He's able to supply your need. He'll give you victory. And nobody can take your joy. And in closing... He wants us to be happy people. He likes this service. So do I. He likes it. He wants us to be happy. He wants us to rejoice. Did you know I love to make people happy? You don't realize that but I do. Did you know it's hard for me to get up and preach sometimes on messages? I preach messages that I know is gonna get her, hit her or maybe it's gonna hit him and it's gonna really get close to this group. I know that before I get up and preach it. I don't preach at people. Those kind of sermons needs to be thrown in the wastebasket. I don't preach at them, I preach tongue. I don't preach at people. I never did and never will. God didn't call me to preach to people. He called me to preach to people. And I knew at times when I got up, I was going to make some folk mad. I just knew they was going to leave and not come back. But I wanted to be faithful. I wanted to be true. I love to make people I love to preach sermons that I think it'll bless your heart. But there's times that I know I'm going to preach sermons that's going to blister you. You know why? Because I love you. Don't you see? If I didn't love you, I'd be one of these pushy foot and die preachers always tickling ears and scratching backs and passing out candy bars. You know, a lot of preachers are suave But you know, I believe the Lord wants us to preach the Word, be instant in season, out of season, reprove and rebuke. And you take the preacher that will come down the line and pre- use good spirit and good love and yet preach real close. Why, they're the best friends that you ever had. Amen. Dad used to say to me, he said, I'm going to whip you. I said, I know it, Daddy. I know it. He said, you understand? Yes, sir. I just say, "Uh uh-huh. We weren't taught to say "Uh uh-huh. We said "Uh uh-huh a few times. We got our mouth mashed. He just backhanded us. Oh, Brother Smart, I'm still alive. I didn't have a child advocate to call on either when Daddy whipped us. I mean, buddy, he poured it on he said i'm gonna whip you i said i know it i know it he said you know what for i said yes sir he said what i had to tell him he said it's gonna hurt me worse than you i said i'll tell you how both of us will get hurt if you listen to me (laughs) he said i'm gonna whip you and he said it's because i love you i said oh you've got a weird way of showing your love and he poured it on And then after he got through whipping us, brother, he'd put us up in his arms I he mean, set us right on his lap and love us. You know, preachers, that's the way preachers do. They'll come down the line and preach. Boy, you may say, oh, he hates me. He's preaching at me. No, it's because he loves you. Amen. Amen. That's it. I love people. If you could split me open this morning, you could see the love that I have for you. You can't love people that are coming down the line preaching close. You can't love God without preaching the truth and being against sin. Amen. I got a sermon I preach once in a while that Christians hate life. And I come down the line and I preach that sometimes. Listen, I love to make people happy. I love to make pastors happy when I hold them revival meetings. When I first started out preaching, the devil said, you're too hard. I've had people come up to me and say, Brother Smart, you know what you ought to do? You ought to, you know, they, they wouldn't come up and tell me this. They'd write notes. Please preach. Please preach. More positive I get up the next time next time I'm positive it's wrong to smoke I'm positive it's wrong to wear jewelry I'm positive oh I'd give them positive preaching (laughs) they didn't have the guts to come up and tell me they'd send little boys and girls preach more love I get up love not the world neither of the things are in the world any man love the world the love of the Father's money I give them love I always did try to give the people what they want But I love to make, and the devil says, you're preaching too hard, you're preaching too hard, just too hard. You'll never get any place. You'll never get to first place. Verse Bates, you won't get any place at all. Well, the Lord's helped me for 36 years. I'm scheduled up clear through 1992. I've got meetings in 1993, 94, 95, 96. I don't know how many years I've got. I mean, it's not solid through that, but I'm still going. Good night, I'll be ripped and winkle by the time I get through. I'll look worse than I do now the time I get to some of these places. I love to make preachers happy. I love to see folk get saved, sanctified and join the church, measure up. And I love to see the pastor get blessed because new people are coming in. I love to make you happy. I love to preach you the things that you like. See that little lady over there? Where is she? There she is. I love to make her happy. I like to buy her things. And I do buy her things. I like to remember her birthday, February 20th. I like to remember her anniversary. By the way, when is it? February 28th, February 28th. I like to remember these special days, Christmas time. It's a happy time. I slip up to Timmy, I'd say, Timmy, what you gonna get mama? And he tells me, I slip up to mama, what you gonna get Timmy? She tells me. They slip up to me, what you gonna get wife? I tell them, what you gonna get Timmy? I tell them, and what you gonna get daddy? Christmas morning happy moment tired and weary but you get up and open up the presents my wife gets a new dress my boy gets a new suit I get a handkerchief for a necktie <laughs> never fails not really but you know I love to make my wife happy You know, for this Christmas time, anniversary time, birthday time, I love to make my wife happy. I love to see her face flush. I love to see her smile. I like to see that twinkle in her eye. I think it's good for husbands how to get things for their wives. Come on wives, shout me through. I'm trying to help you. You don't realize it. I'm trying to help you today. It's good for a fella to get his wife a nice bouquet of flowers or a box of candy, whether she needs it or not. Go ahead and get it. It's good to get your wife a new dress. When a fella gets him a new fishing rod or maybe a new suit, it's good to get your little wife something. Husbands, love your wives. Even as Christ loved the church. You wives, God bless your heart. You're pitiful. You ought to back me up and shout me through. You ought to stand up and wave your hands. I see some of you husbands. My little wife, something comes over me sometime. I just feel like I want to buy her something. I go into the clothing department for the ladies clothing. I always feel stupid, probably look stupid when I go in that ladies department. I'm the only man there. And the ladies just look and I look at them. I walk over to where the blouses are, maybe the skirts or the sweaters. And I thumb my way through the skirts or the sweaters or the blouses. And the lady walks up and says, What size do you wear? I said, It's not for me. It's for my wife. And I buy a skirt or a blouse. And she said, Do you want it wrapped up? I said, Yes, ma'am. And put a pink ribbon behind, around it. And she did. I take it home to my wife. Got you something, honey? It's a present. And she'll say, Oh. I said, take it. She She said, you shouldn't have done that. I said, give it back. She said, no, I'll take it. <laughs> I said, go ahead and open it up. Open it up. It's not all that great. Nothing, nothing earth shaking about it. I said, open it up. And she'll open it up. She'll cut the ribbon start to lift the lid. You know how these ladies do. she lift it all. I don't know. I said, oh, go on. It's not that much. And she'll open that box up. And there's that sweater, that blouse, and that smile. That flush, that smile, I'd rather really see that as have a brand new suit myself. Almost, almost, almost. <laughs> Did you know the Lord doesn't get too much glory out of that? Now, sir, you know what he gets glory out of? It'll tell you in Psalms chapter 50, verse 23, Whoso offereth praise glorifieth me. I'm going to tell you something, maybe some of you folks didn't know, and that is, when you praise God, that's the way you glorify Him. Amen. He said, when you come and pray, you say, our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. The Lord said, hold it, I like that. <laughs> hallowed be thy name. That's how we praise the Lord. I mean, that's how we glorify Him, by praising Him, Amen. by praising Him. I mean, the Bible said, husband, love your wives. Wives, be in subjection to your husband. But the way to glorify him is to praise him. And that's what we've been doing today. That's what I want you to do tomorrow and the next day and the next day and on and on and on. Rejoice and praise him and thank him. That's a way to glorify him. You feel so much better, don't you, since you've been saved? old colored fellow sitting in the church he's praising god all the time he'd say amen glory to god hallelujah praise the lord preacher was preaching hallelujah say that again pull over the part (laughs) emphasize on that some more amen that's good i like that hallelujah well they kind of got fed up with the old colored boy and so the pastor said i want this committee to go out and tell old rastus he can't be a shout and praising the lord like that in our meeting anymore so they went out to see old rastus and he was playing his muse walked up and said rastus you can't shout and carry on in our church services anymore and the old colored guy said, well, what do you mean? Why well, this shouting, praising the Lord. The old colored fellow said, well, what did I shout about? Well, he said, when the preacher gets up and say, you're saved by grace through faith and that not of yourself, it's a gift of God. You say, glory to God, hallelujah, amen, praise the Lord, glory. He said, here, hold the reins of my mules. I feel a spell coming on right now. <laughs> did you know it doesn't take much to trigger a saint of God? No, sir. You take a person the same saint Divine, they won't be in church for just a few seconds until they'll say, praise the Lord. <laughs> some folk, you know, they're not that way. Hey, tip, in, in, tip, in. Everything's played in the minor key. The organ does the praising in some churches I've been in. preacher arises, goes to the pulpit, I'm speaking to you this morning on the subject, is Mars inhabited? I felt like saying, I hope not. Not with people anyway. They've ruined this planet. I hope they don't ruin that one. Oh, God, help us. Rejoice. Paul said rejoice. Rejoice. Be exceedingly glad. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord. Praise the Lord. Dangerous around here, but rejoice. 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 Praise the Lord. everything that hath been. Praise the Lord. (laughs) Glory to God. How many feel a little bit better now than what you did when you came in? Say, praise the Lord. Let's everybody stand, please. Shake hands.
0: I don't-